Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh. And my name is Ashley. And today wait. we're... Wait, what? Yeah, today <laughs> we're joined by our good friends from the cloud... No, that's not the what they're called. From the cloud... No, it's still not the Cloud City cast. They changed their name for whatever reason. I kind of personally like the old one better, but then they changed <laughs> it to something with an H in it. So our friends Liam and Brittany from Hilt Radio. Hola. Hello, hello, hello. Honestly, we changed it just to confuse you and mostly to annoy you as well. Exactly. It uh, sounds like we succeeded we like, on both fronts. We're like, wait, Josh really loves Cloud City Cast, and he was probably the only one with the feedback that was like, don't change, don't do it. Everybody else was like, yeah, do it. But Josh you, said no, and we're like, did, now we have to. Yeah, that we was the deciding change. factor right there. Did you just say Cloud City Cats? Cloud yes. City Cats. Sounded like you said Cloud City Cats. Well, yeah, it's a Broadway. That it's well, a musical. Yeah, well, we are we are big fans of Christina Sakura, so, you know, we had to <laughs> make sure we threw some cats in there. Ah, oh, beautiful. I, I want to I wanna do, like, a podcast episode, so <laughs> maybe God. maybe we should get together and do a podcast episode where we just talk about cats. Oh, gosh. Liam would not be a fan. Yeah, no. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> it'd, be our, it'd be a... Uh, it's going to be a no for me, boy, dog. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mouse. Um, so uh, today's episode, we're going to be giving you a nice spoiler-filled episode on Ralph Breaks the Internet, the newest Disney thingamawopper movie from the Disney thingamawopper pantheon. But first, let's take it to the news. Ashley, what do you got? Okay, well, let's see. We got the live-action Lion King trailer that just released on Thanksgiving Day. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> Pretty um, much cried. It was, uh, it was something all right. Oh, Josh, you're not happy about it? I know Lion King's like your fave. I mean, yeah, but mm, I, I, I watched it, and I'm just like... Are their mouths going to move? Is it going to look like snow buddies? I don't know how this is going to work. Is <laughs> it going to look like... Have you guys seen the trailer for Mowgli on Netflix? Is it going to look like that? <laughs> well, it's by the same director of Jungle Book, so it's probably going to be like what it was in that movie. As, uh, if Oof. Whatever, you can't rain on my parade. I am hyped for this. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, if uh, Sure. I mean, we already had one animated Lion King. Why not another animated Lion King? Well, I mean, isn't that kind of like the, the toss-up, right? Like I saw... Oh, who was it? One of, somebody I follow on Twitter had had uh, had posted one of those polls and was like the new Lion King movie animated or live action and like people could kind of argue their point as to like whether they thought it was one way or another and you know some people were saying like oh well it's animated because it's all CGI and he's like well they are using like live backgrounds and whatnot so you know if it's all considered you know if CGI is just considered animated is Thanos animated right is most of the DCEU yes. is it all yes. animated was Superman animated so it's like yes. where do you draw the line from something being considered a live action film versus something being an animated film for myself I honestly I don't really care one way or the other like, 
Like it looks good visually. It looks stunning. Whether you want to call it live action or CGI or animated or a musical or I, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. Like, does the movie look good? Does it, do we really have to identify exactly what it is? No, just look at it and say, Hey, will I buy a ticket for it? Probably because it's Disney. Will I enjoy it? Probably it's Disney. <laughs> Is Lion King my least favorite of the Renaissance? Yeah. Absolutely. So, but I'll still enjoy the movie. Well, Actually, yeah, no. We, I think we I think know Hunch, you've been wrong. Hunchback oh, might God, be yeah. that might be the worst in the in the. Uh, but the, the music the, the is Renaissance. amazing. You Hell like the music? Hunchback wasn't a part of the Renaissance. Yeah, yeah it was. It's, yes, it it's mid Renaissance. Yep. It's ninety. Yeah. Anything, anything from Ariel to ninety nine with Tarzan, Tarzan is Renaissance. Yeah, that's all the that's the Disney Renaissance, and um, and Hunchback falls like dead center. That's like right in the middle of everything, isn't it? Uh huh. Or no, maybe ninety seven. No, yeah, ninety seven was, was Hercules. Hercules was ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Before or after Hercules? No, it was before, before. I think it was before Hercules because you had Hercules and then Mulan and then Tarzan. So if you walk your so, way so back, was it, was it was it Lion King and then Hunchback? Uh, Lion King, then Pocahontas, then Hunchback. Pocahontas, then Hunchback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah. then Hercules, then Mulan, then because Mulan was ninety eight and then ninety nine. The only year that they skipped between eighty nine and ninety nine was ninety three because that was Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. and. Hocus Pocus, to be honest with you, but obviously it wasn't animated. But yeah, so that that's your stretch of Renaissance films. Interestingly yeah. enough, though, Rescuers Down Under does not count as Renaissance. What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I finally saw the Dumbo trailer because I had paid to see the Dumbo trailer because it was in <laughs> the, the trailers the for this roll. movie. Yeah. And that I would consider a live action adaptation only mm-hmm. because it's completely different. Well, then like, you've got we've actual got, humans. Cause we've got these, cause it's Tim yeah. Burton. We have these two sad looking children whose father is Colin Farrell. So they should be sad. Who has also lost an arm or part of an arm? I don't know. For some some points in the trailer, As, other yeah. points he has two arms. So we Brittany are gonna. Yeah, I know we that's really see bizarre. Him lose the arm. Uh, <laughs> Mm. So Way yeah, go, so we have Tim that. And making Disney dark so, again. Like the, it's 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 different enough, but then just when I saw the Lion King trailer, I'm just like, I mean, well, here's I the guess. thing for for Disney fans, you're gonna have so many different groups where you have obsessed fans of the animation that are not okay with them redoing them in live action which is okay you can like what you like you don't have to like the new stuff or you have the fans where kind of they're in the middle where they will like both because they're just a fan of anything disney throws out and then you have the fans you know who will probably this is probably rare but will like the live action more than they like the animated because maybe they weren't maybe they weren't and you know the animated fans so disney has a market you know they they're going to bring in so many ticket, you know, goers for this movie alone, whether there was an old version of it or not. Like they are going to make bank on this film because it is Lion King and people who are not happy with it are going to buy a ticket and still go watch it because that's what yeah, people true. do. And and that's where I think you need to draw your line. If you're not happy with it happening, don't purchase a ticket to go see it because I think one of our uh, listeners 
and a good friend of the show, D Geekster, has it right. He won't. He will not go see these movies or buy anything for them because he is so um, invested and in love with the animated ones that he's like, well, I'm not going to put my money towards it because if I you know, put my money towards it, then they're just going to keep doing it, which is so true. So it's kind of like you got to choose a side or just enjoy what, you know, if you're going to spend your money on it, enjoy it. Just why would you spend your money on something you know you're going to hate? So that's the way I look at it. To me, it's Disney. Anything Disney they're going to throw at me, I'm going to see because I thoroughly enjoy it. And I really do love the remakes because I think they haven't, um, so far they haven't done anything wrong yet. I enjoy Beauty and the Beast. And that was kind of a spot for spot of animated to live action. This one honestly looks like they're going for that same thing. But I also enjoyed Maleficent where that's a completely new story. And I'm okay with whichever direction they want to go in. Make it different, make it new, or make it exactly the same. I'm still going to give you my money, Disney. Thanks. All right. <laughs> my my opinions. Oh, did anybody want to follow that? No, no. I think no. she. I think she kind of. She kind of hit it on the head. It's one of those. Um, well, I think I mean, it's an instance where you have you have people that are going to be divisive, right? Like with any movie, with any reboot, with any mm-hmm. sequel, with any remake, whatever, what have you. I mean, there was a bunch of tweets uh, the other day, people talking about a reboot of uh, Back to the Future. Oh, I right? didn't see that. Yeah, so it's like, look, I mean, people will have opinions, and opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody has one. So. And the original always exists, so you can all, you're can you always going to love it, I would imagine, more. Yeah. You know, it, you're always going to have that nostalgia to it. It doesn't change the childhood, so no matter what we like to say. You know, <laughs> you're ruining my childhood. It, it's still there. It can't ruin the childhood. It happened. <laughs> but I don't know. But just numbers-wise... Uh, 224.6 million views for this uh, trailer, and that's second now to Avengers Infinity War, so which had 238 million views, so it's the second most viewed trailer in a single day. So I think people are pretty stoked for the live-action Lion King. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, more power to them. Like, if you want to go see it, I'm not going to, you know, poo-poo on your parade. I'm not going to talk bad about it. But I, it, for me, I'm just like, eh, I don't, I don't care to see any of these live action remakes. Like I don't to me like the same thing with like my super like I like my superheroes like not to be real. So like I like my stuff to be like animated because mm-hmm. you can do a lot more with that. That's why mm-hmm. I like the animated stuff way more than the live action stuff. It makes um, sense. I mean, you do a show called Animation Station. I'd imagine exactly. you love animation more than live action. I get your opinion. I totally do. It's just one of those uh, don't put your money towards it, you know, if you know you're going to hate it. Exactly. Yeah. And Got it's it. one of those like I'll probably end up seeing it for the show just because like I see stuff I don't want to see for this show anyway. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's surprising. You got to talk me. about it. And then sometimes it doesn't. Which we might figure out with Ralph Breaks the Internet. I mean, I don't know your opinions I on it yet. You may be, I think you may be surprised. I'm kind of worried here. <laughs> no, I think you may be surprised with Josh's opinion on this Ooh. one. And, and, and my opinion, probably. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so we got, we got that one. We also got Detective Pikachu, which yeah. came out after our last episode. So we got Detective Pikachu as well. And good lord almighty, I don't know what I was expecting with that film. But then I saw this and I'm like, all right, I I get what you're going for and I'm there. 
I'm digging it. <laughs> All I can say is, and I saw a post of this on Tumblr, I'm, I'm like, let Pikachu say the F word. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, he needs to. He needs to. But then and again, like, isn't this PG? What is this, PG-13? That you can get away with it twice in a PG-13 movie. Oh. Yeah. 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 I thought it was once. Cause in, it, used uh, to, it used to be once. It used to be once. It's now twice. Because, yeah, in uh, X-Men First Class, that got away with it the one time where Magneto right. and Professor X go to see Wolverine, and he goes, yeah. go F yourselves. And that was the one... The one they could get away with. So, yeah, unless they, they have changed it. Which, to be fair, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph was marked PG-13, and I didn't hear any F-words in that one, so. Mm. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, wait, I, for I, the, I, wait for I'm the waiting director's for the, cut. I was going to say, I'm waiting for the Deadpool cut. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I also saw a trailer for the Deadpool, and I'm like, oh, the, I'll go see this once, movie. Once Upon, oh, a, once Deadpool? upon a Deadpool? Yeah. I'll go see this movie. It looks see, like they're adding just enough stuff to make it good. Well, I mean, what they're adding is just him hanging out with freaking Fred Savage. Well, no, they've added from from the preview. They're adding a lot of stuff in here. Like there, there's scenes that are being added into this movie. But I don't think it's so added. Like, I think they're replacing scenes. So there's certain scenes that wouldn't get past uh, MPAA. So they obviously had to reinsert something else that was basically going to be a placeholder for what we had seen previously. So I don't think it's going to be like a whole new movie. But I don't. I don't no, no, think no, no. the added scenes. But I, I think I think what they're adding is going to make it exciting enough to where you'll be like okay yeah i'm i'm not going to go and see the same exact same thing right. that i had already seen except cut down right but, I'm but that's see what, something new but that's what i think it is it's not so much adding scenes as they're replacing scenes so like they had to obviously cut things out to get down well, to that I mean, pg13 yeah, yeah, rating but if you're replacing a scene what are you replacing it with you're replacing it with something that you added so they're adding scenes to the movie I, i'm not saying they're going to add a fight scene but they're going to add a scene to the movie that is going to be something that we've never seen before right no no I think we're arguing semantics. You're saying the same thing. You're, you're saying they're adding <laughs> scenes, and I'm agreeing they're adding scenes, but I'm saying they're taking away scenes to make room for the added scenes, and you're saying, yes, they're adding scenes. And I'm saying, <laughs> yes, I get that they're adding scenes because they're replacing scenes they're taking out, and you're going, well, they're not adding a fight scene. So it's Liam, basically we're saying the same thing. that they're adding scenes. And then the single came and, and the said, this came. was this, <laughs> and, and that, that was that. that. <laughs> oh, gee. You guys. Jeebus. Um, and then uh, I know in anime news, I'm pretty sure Ashley's pretty stoked for this. I know Hannah's pretty stoked for this. But our good friends over at Funimation, speaking of Funimation, this episode is brought to you by Funimation. Um, use the code in the description to get two weeks of free anime. That's 14 days of free anime. Then after that, it's only five ninety nine a month. That's right, five ninety nine. What a bargain! Dubbed anime, exactly. Do you like Cowboy Bebop? Do you like Outlaw Star? Well, if you do, we got it. Well, they, well, they, <laughs> technically they have it. We don't actually have it, but yeah, you can watch it there. Two weeks free. Do you know how much anime you can watch in two weeks? At least like a lot. So yeah. Again, click that link in our description. Just click if the show you don't notes. Sleep, that you'll is. see the link. Exactly. <laughs> so just like binge it. So like Netflix. Commercial so free a- anime. So what's Funimation releasing? Funimation has announced that they were going to be doing the new 
Well, it's it's kind of like what Full, uh, Full Metal Alchemist did. It's because we had the first season of Full, like the first series of Full Metal Alchemist, and then it caught up to the manga, and they were like, ah, poo. So we can't do anymore everything else. And then that first season of Full Metal Alchemist, or that first series, becomes a complete train wreck. So then anyway, Fruits with, Basket is getting you. I, I, I was getting there. I was getting there. What the heck? So yeah, we have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and it goes off the manga. Go back in time, we had Fruits Basket, which Fruits Basket kind of had the exact same thing. They caught up to the manga, and they were like, ah, poop. We have to stop here. And so they stopped. And then they we didn't get any more Fruits Basket. And now, years later, after Fruits Basket, the manga is fully done, they're redoing Fruits Basket, and we're going to get all of Fruits Basket, the manga version of Fruits Basket. It's almost like the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood version, so we're going to get everything based off the manga, and that is going to be coming in 2019. Is Fruit Baskets any good? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, yes. It It is one of... It's one of Clamp's, like, clampiest clamps, right? No, it's not Clamp. It's not Clamp? Uh, you're right. No. That's, that's... Could have been, but... That's Card Captor. I'm thinking Card Captor. Actually, yep. Fruits Basket, like, it's a very important anime to me because it actually brought me back into the world of anime. So, it's like, about it the Chinese Zodiac. Into, like, it... So oh what, but what was, what was it about it that, like, drew you back in? Like, if you were an anime fan back in the day and then watching this was what kind of drew you in, what was it? Was it, like, the nostalgia aspect? Did it, was it reminiscent of an anime you remembered as a kid? It Everybody was just... sit down. It's story time with Auntie <laughs> Ashley. Well, <laughs> it's just um, the story. Like, um, I grew up, like, watching Toonami, like, Tenshi Muyo and Sailor Moon. But then when they were taken off Toonami, I was like, well, I guess I'll just not like anime anymore. (laughs) So um, when I was a senior in high school, my friends online, like, just showed me just Fruits Basket. It's like, hey, watch this this anime. I was like, well, I I like anime, so I guess I'll just watch it. And it was just the characters. Like, the characters are so colorful. They all have different personalities. And the fact that they turn into um, different animals. Like, I thought it was very interesting. And uh, and the and the humor in it and the drama in it. Like, I I was pretty shook when uh, it got to the last few episodes with, uh, with Kyo. And I was like, uh, I didn't experience anything like this when watching anime back then. So... It made a huge impact on me. Nice. And uh, and then from that day on, uh, I just started to watch more anime, and it really changed my life. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you give you some homework, Liam. Um, get yourself some fruits basket. Go. Uh, go watch. Fruits. Go 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 watch yourself some uh, delicious fruits basket. Um, there's an episode. With our young, I can't remember his name. Ashley will be able to help me. What's the bunny's name? Momiji. Momiji. There's an episode with Momiji that breaks me to this day. Oh, God, it no. We don't so bring that sad. up. It is such a sad <laughs> episode. I always skip that one. Oh, but it's so good. It's so dark and so sad. Hattori's is pretty dark, too. It is. But you know what would be a good time? So for all of our wonderful uh, listeners and for Liam and Brittany as well, 
If you go to our link in the description, you can click on that one for Funimation because you can watch the first series of uh, Fruits Basket streaming now on Funimation. So you can actually go, click it, and actually watch the uh, original series. And then that way you're caught up and ready to go for when the new series starts. Question, does the does Funimation also have, like, where do they, uh, on their website, can you read manga there too, or is it just streaming anime? Uh, they just have streaming, yeah. They, uh-huh. they, you can't, they, they don't have the manga. They're not Crunchyroll. They don't, yeah, they don't have yeah. that stuff. Because I was going to say, I mean, check out the Fruits Basket manga too. It's just it's, as good. It's really good. There's a, uh, there's a lamb and a, it's, it's tiger, right? The tiger and the lamb? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, adorable. Yeah, really cute. Um, so basically, uh, th- th- this will sell it for Liam. It's a bunch of, there's a girl, and her name is Toru, right? Is that her name? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, Toru, Toru Honda. Toru Honda. She, uh, unfortunately, orphan girl. Like It's like Disney. She's an orphan. <laughs> um, goes, wanders in, and look... She's wandered into a group of hot guys, and whenever the hot guys touch her, they uh, turn into animals, and then they become naked. Because that's the way it works. Because Japan. (laughs) Because Japan. And there you go. That's what happens. And she falls in love with a guy that turns into a cat who is a ginger. Because, again, Japan, and that's what happens. And there's a mouse, and the mouse hates the rat. And there's a cow who has white and black hair. And one episode, he's getting picked on because this kid thinks that he's dyed his hair. So he takes him into the men's room and shows him that the curtains do, in fact, match the drapes. So that's what happens. Fruits Basket, everybody! It's an anime about the Chinese Zodiac. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this doesn't sound very good at all. So. Oh no, it's fantastic! <laughs> and there's a rabbit, and the rabbit will make you cry. I feel like I feel like this is one of those animes that for like the first six episodes I play on my cell phone while it kind of just is background noise, and then right around episode seven something vaguely interesting happens, and I go, ah oh, man, I kind of wish I had paid attention, but don't really go back to pay attention and continue to play on my cell phone until it's done. And then when Josh says, "What did you think?" I quickly pull up wikipedia and try to read the plot synopsis and go yeah man it was pretty cool i thought kamichio was the best character and you're like uh they were in like two seconds ago yeah but it was a powerful two seconds and then i quickly changed the subject to dc because i know i can get him to rant for easily the next 20 minutes speaking of ranting and uh not actually watching the movie but just going on and reading the wikipedia let's talk about <laughs> ralph breaks the internet which i have it pulled up on the wikipedia right now <laughs> conveniently so do i <laughs> great All minds right. think uh, alike well, what can actually, i say any more news you got any more news for us okay well just really quickly uh let's see uh Disney Channel just released the first look at Dr. Draken and Shigo for the Kim, uh, Kim Possible live-action film. They look really cool, so go check out on their social media. And let's see, uh, Tangle the Series just finished up animation for the second season, so congratulations, Mercury Filmworks. You can actually go see their social media, and they like recorded a special video of them like just celebrating their wrap-up. So... Um, so that's really cool. And uh, finally, uh, are you 
listener is going to be at Holiday Matsuri this year, uh, which will be in less than a month uh, in Orlando, Florida, December 14th to the 16th. I will be there. So please come find me and I might give you a free button, uh, an animation station button. Nice. And what else will you be doing there? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh might possibly oh i don't know uh kind of um break into uh josh's um unlocked app and just kind of do some funny stuff on the profile uh maybe do a couple of live streams or something like that i don't know maybe you'll get to that, see my real face that makes <laughs> it sound ominous <laughs> so that should be fun yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, so you're going to have full access. You know, I might as well just give you the Instagram, too. You can have the Instagram and the Unlocked and oh, the Twitter and just boy, do it for the oh, whole oh, entire boy. weekend. Yeah. It'll just be yours. Oh, mine. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, so Ralph Breaks the Internet. So Ralph Breaks the Internet is the 2018 sequel to Disney's 2012 film... Wreck-It Ralph. So six years have passed. Six long, long years since we heard a AKB48 sing Sugar Rush. The pop Japanese idol group singing the fantastic Sugar Rush song. What? You know what? Though? That was one of the first bands that I ever found out have like a revolving door of uh members yeah which it which wow what was the the group that was the mickey's i won't 90th. remember the many letters and numbers yeah put it was together. another like three three letters and another then k-pop group right yeah yeah but it's basically like they have different tiers and you can like graduate from one group <laughs> to like another group yep. and i i thought that was kind of kind of interesting like it just as like a, a, a i model. assume they have like a battle within the bands yeah. of to where they're like hey we're gonna send you to america and you're going to perform for Mickey's 90th. Who's got it? But it's got to be like a manga style where like they completely do a <laughs> so showdown. So then they bring out swords. Yes. And, well, it's the mic stands and oh, the microphones yes. and the cymbals. And they, they literally, well, none of them actually play instruments. So let's be real here. But they, <laughs> it's like but Scott they, Pilgrim. Maybe they have a dance-off instead. I could <gasps> well, totally see it being a dance-off. Obviously. <laughs> Enough about K-pop and J-pop. Let's actually talk about this movie now. So... What it, first off, I, we haven't done uh, Wreck It Ralph on the on the podcast before. What did you guys think of the first Wreck It Ralph? Um, it was a movie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we watched it, and when it was over, we left and went home. I mean, it was something that has been seen. And then to elaborate on what Liam <laughs> is saying so kindly is, I don't know, we absolutely love Wreck-It Ralph. It's yeah. probably tops in this household for sure. Well, and it's cuz it was it was so unexpected. I mean, I think for years afterwards I kept assuming it was a Pixar film because of how good it was, but then it's like with this one and then also with uh um Big Hero 6, right, in mm -hmm. 2014, because that was the last movie we saw mm -hmm. before Remy was born. With both those movies, I think up until, up until that point, Disney or Pixar kind of held like the Disney magic wand, right? right? Where Pixar just had like hit after hit after hit. And then the Disney animation kind of went through that dark period. You had a couple of standouts like Emperor's New Groove and Lilo and Stitch. Uh, and then once they got back to like, 
uh, was 2009 when they did Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. That one had that uh, Renaissance era magic to it. Last and then, bit of 2D animation. That's right. And then 2010 was Tangled, yep. which was totally bangerang. And then by 2012, when they did Ralph Breaks the Internet, like this just floored me. Like they had all the bits of nostalgia to to catch the the old grumpy people like me. <laughs> and then they had all, you know, enough new stuff that it was going to still resonate with people that were born in the late eighties or nineties or even in the two thousands. So I think it was the perfect blend. And I, I mean, I cried at the end when, when Ralph is being held over diet cola mountain, um, <laughs> like his little, his little free falling speech. And the fact that they didn't play the song free falling was totally a missed <laughs> opportunity there. Um, but I, I mean, I, I loved it. I remember walking out of that theater and just wanting to go right back in and watch it again. I, I, I loved it. B, what about you? Oh, obviously agreed. I said it was tops in this household. It's the message that they sent. It was different than what we were used to because you got to figure we were just coming out of Princess and the Frog and Tangled. So we got some princess movies there. And yes, no matter what they say about Vanellope and her being that little twist at the end, like ruler of Sugar, Sugar Rush, uh, there was not that same, this is a princess story. Right. This was very different. Uh, the animation was gorgeous. All the nostalgia in it um and just that message at the end like you said and they had a good balance between like ralph's story vanellope's story calhoun's story Mm -hmm. and felix's story so it was like even though it is wreck it ralph you felt like you were on a journey with all four of those characters Mm -hmm. so i thought that they balanced that really really well agreed what about you guys What, what was your thoughts ashley well um I actually didn't go see Wreck It Ralph in the theaters because <gasps> yes. Rise of the Gu- because Rise of the Guardians came out around the same time Wreck It Ralph did, and I was more obsessed with that movie. Is that the one and- with the owls? Yeah. No, wait, Rise. Wait, yeah. no, that's Rise Re- oh. of the Wool. Rise Jack of the Ross. Guardians is the oh. it's the one with the, yeah, it's the, ge- the with- gender bent Elsa. <laughs> with, uh, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so was that the one Santa Claus had naughty you and nice Elsa- tattoos? Elsa's, Elsa's husband. No, because or albino Elsa. Justin Bieber. Yeah, I like that one. That's that's pretty. Elsa <laughs> likes the ladies. Or Josh. K-pop frosted tips. Does Jack Frost. He, I mean, does oh she? <laughs> anyway, um, I was more obsessed with that. But then I was like, oh yeah, that Wreck It Ralph movie. And so uh, when it came out on DVD, I was like, I'll give it a watch. And then I was like, why didn't I see this in the theater? <laughs> um, because I was more fascinated by the arcade world they created. Um, just like how the characters could just like teleport from one game to the other, like they can have access to the other games and just, just the world that Disney created was so extraordinary and, uh, and I'm very creative. Um, I'm just sad that it didn't get an Oscar and said Brave did, um, just just for the creativity that they did for the film. And I love the characters. I love Fix-It Felix. He's my favorite. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, definitely have the hots for Calhoun. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> even, even knowing it's Jane Lynch and you're still like, it doesn't matter. Calhoun's a B.A. <laughs> Like and like all her one liners are like the greatest. Like her little insults, oh the things that she calls everybody is so freaking great. Look at that high definition. <laughs> what about you, Jash? Uh I saw it like opening weekend and haven't seen it again. Oh so uh, sad for you. It it did nothing for me. <laughs> you are a heartless, uh, heartless man. Yeah, crack, I mean, it's Josh. one of those where I'm just like, 
Yeah, I like <clears throat> video games, and they're they're fun. Uh, I I didn't get the nostalgia because I still play video games, so I don't have a nostalgia for video games because Me I either. still play yeah. them. So it's like I get no nostalgia for this. I mean, like I still play Galaga. I mean, I I love playing. I have Galaga on my phone. Like if I want to play Galaga, I'll play Galaga. I don't have this nostalgia for like <laughs> freaking Cupid or something. Well, it's garbage the nostalgia like of going I, back I to your age this. when you first played it. That's right, the yeah, nostalgia, you yeah, silly goose. You dummy! It's <laughs> we not. We all yeah. play video games, <laughs> right? It's not like it's not like we've only ever played Mario Brothers once in 1987 and then said, "Okay, well that was a fun time. I'll never do this again." Like, yeah, everybody still plays video games, but it's the it's the nostalgia for the experience. The first time you played Cubert, the first time you played Galaga, the first time you played sonic the hedgehog the first time that tails was introduced and you were like hedgehog how have you never played sonic the hedgehog and claim that you play video games like what are you some sort of hermit because uh, i because i, cause I on, had dude. good video game systems <laughs> i never had a sega. sega then you didn't have a good video game system bro <laughs> uh, yeah, sega I genesis have. was I, the I greatest video game system of 80s and early 90s growing up i didn't have a good oh do you think i would have had a freaking uh Nah, screw it. No, I'm, I'm not going to get into this with you, Liam. Uh, a ColecoVision, Atari 2000, take, take a Commodore this. 64. Have, take this yeah. to the text. You Co- guys can kill each other there. But that's, but that's what yeah, I'm saying. It's not just the nostalgia of like, oh, well, I still play these video games. It's seeing those characters again and seeing them brought... Um, to life on an animated screen instead of, you know, 8-bit. I've seen them. I've seen them being brought to life before. This is not the first time that you've ever seen Sonic. This is not the first time that you've ever seen any of these Street Fighter characters. This this is not the first time that you've seen all of these things. They've been in popular culture before. I mean, not obviously the Fix-It Felix people because they're not real. Okay, well then we'll just say done right. You're just like, (laughs) done right. Well, I, I I I need that meme where it's like the point and it's flying over your head because you're 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 missing it here, brother. So it's it's not that we haven't ever seen these characters before. I mean, in, I, in I've this grown setting, up with I've grown up with Sonic. I've seen Sonic since I was a wee lad. He's been on TV my entire life. I mean, I don't I have zero nostalgia for Sonic because it's like yeah, I've grown up with Sonic. Right, like, but, I know all but of exactly these Sonic what Ashley was touching on is the fact that we're seeing these video game characters outside of the realm of where we are used to seeing them, right? We're used to seeing in a Sonic, video game? Sonic on You're a track, right. on a track collecting a rings, game, running around a like a Looney Tune, or you've got Street Fighter that they're punching each game. other in it the face, no or you've got Tapper just throwing drinks. Like, no, we're seeing uh, them in right. their oh own gosh, confined world. Drinks. My gosh, I can die a happy man with Tapper throwing root beer. Are, are lordy, we, are, lordy. Are, are, why are we even reviewing this movie since obviously you hated the first one? Like, what <laughs> positive things are you going to bring to the table in a sequel review? Because I enjoyed the second one. Wow. You would, of all people, you would enjoy the second one <laughs> over the first one. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, jiminy, jaminy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, welcome, Ashley. This is your first Ugh. time on an episode with Liam and Josh. 
This is what happens. It's because Josh likes to be contentious for the sake of being contentious. He he can't enjoy things that are actually happy or enjoyable because he's a Star Trek fan. So he's used to being miserable and alone and unhappy in all aspects of his life. So anytime you take something that's like, oh, here's all the characters that we've loved and we've grown up and we've nurtured them and we're going to build this creative world like Ashley was just talking about, Josh has to tear it down because no one can be happy because Josh isn't happy. So that's that's going to be this episode for the most part. <laughs> I love you guys already. <laughs> but I don't blame Josh. I blame Star Trek because they've created the Josh that we have today. If he had grown up just being a Star Wars fan, like normal, well-adjusted OMG. individuals, he'd be fine. But I digress. So we'll move on. Josh, obviously you were not a fan of Wreck-It Ralph 1. So with Ralph Breaks the Internet, what was it that this one brought to the table that tickled your young fancy? It actually didn't. That was a total lie. I was just trying to build some sort of uh, suspense. Um, I hated this movie. Uh, It was not good at all. From the start of this movie, we just start. That's what happens. It's just like, are we going to have any sort of pretext, anything like that? It's like, no, we're just going to throw you into it. And are we going to have really any sort of like real story, any sort of like thing that makes any sort of sense? No. Are we going to have like a lot of character growth for both of our main characters? Very, very little. Very little character growth because for both of our the characters. Character if growth happened to, if in the movie. A, <laughs> if you're going to do a secondary movie, Toy Story 2 actually did it well. If you're going to take an animated movie and make a second one, Toy Story 2 did, 2 did a really good job of what with what they had and what they did for that movie. This movie, on the other hand, is a ridiculous cash grab that that's all they did. The only good points in this movie were the princesses, the Disney princesses. That was it. Whenever, and I was waiting the entire time for them to get to Disneyland because when they get to Oh My Disney, the movie actually becomes tolerable. Any other time, the movie is utter garbage. You have these little Funko-looking people walking around I'm like, oh, wait, way to go there. Way to, you know, be like, oh, look, Funko, we're going to make you happy too. We're going to put these stupid no, little people No, they're actually in here. from similar to the short Inner Workings, which is a Disney short, and they... They have very similar body shape and, and animated style to that. So if you've right, seen then, that then short, then it's already a Disney got, thing. Yeah, I mean, I probably saw that, but I, I, I don't saw them remember. as Funkos too. I mean, they they looked remarkably like Funkos. I mean, that's all it was to me. It was just Funkos. You know, and I I'm could sorry, I can I, didn't, I can I actually didn't see that inner workings. No, I could see that now that you brought it up. But I remember when when we were sitting there watching it, we walked out and we said. That it looked like yeah. it reminded of us of inner working. But I wouldn't that would have said, be the Disney fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, but I, I could see what, what you're saying. Like, yeah, the, the the blocky head with the smaller body. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's popular. Why would yeah. you know? It makes sense, and it makes sense to the internet when you think about what a little what your emoji or whatever avatar, you, avatar yeah, is. Yeah. It, it fits, you know, your head's going to fit in either a little circle or a little square. It, and, it works. And it's odd that you think that there wasn't character development because like when you really think of what they did with Vanellope, where in the first film, she just wanted to be a racer. She just wanted to find herself. And then with this one, it was her thinking that she had found contentment, but realizing that there was more to life than what she had. And then also to see so, Wreck-It so Ralph. Hold on, hold on, buddy, hold on. Of the first so, movie. So hold the on, same... I, thought, I thought it was Josh's time to talk first. Yeah, but you've annoyed us too. I, I, we've annoyed us too much already. Finished, so now we're but... going to try to bring some positivity right. to this. So you think so you think about with with what we did what they did with Wreck-It Ralph, the same thing though. It's like you have a character that 
you know, he just wants to be, be treated the same as everybody else. He just wants to be given that same opportunity that everybody else in the nice landers will. And now this time he's found a best friend. He's found somebody that he connects to, but all he wants to do is hold on to that person. So if anything, this is like an allegory for parents where your child eventually wants to grow up and build their own life and move on. But as parents, we try to hold on. You know, you get to that point where you're like, you don't want to let go. You don't want to, uh, you know, for, and Ralph touches on this multiple times. He doesn't want her to go to slaughter race because she's afraid she's going to get hurt or killed. And it's that fear of a parent of the unknown. It's a fear of letting go. Mm-hmm. And I thought this movie really touched on that beautifully. And, and they did it in a way that didn't browbeat you with the message, but really towards the end when they, you know, when they've kind of had that conversation when he's talking to the viruses, you know, I, I thought that was really nice. I thought it was a good way to, develop Vanellope to the point where she's being able to go off and do her own thing and that Ralph has been able to develop into, you know, from the father figure or best friend, if you will, to somebody that knows that he can still stand on his own and still have that connectivity to her and still allow her to go do her own thing. So I, I, th- that's why, to me, I think it's weird that you said that there was no character development because I thought for well, both characters were very different from where we left them at the end of the first movie and where we found them at the start of this one. Well, and like I said, the the character development happened in this film. That's kind of what the story was about, was to see them develop into, you know, where they were going to go to the end of this film. It happened in this movie. So in that six years, I don't care if they left off exactly where they were, you know, six years ago. That's okay. We're jumping right back in. I think, honestly, most people kind of hope to go back to what they remember, because that's why we enjoy these movies to begin with. But to see how far they've grown in this what hour and a half of a film i don't know how long it was um you know to see the growth that like everything you touched on liam is it was all character development for both on both sides for both vanellope and for ralph they the lesson of this whole movie was ralph figuring out how to let go of vanellope so i i don't know i feel like that's what the movie was about was developing their character no what about you ashley what do you think okay so uh I want to reconfirm. This is Disney Animation Studios' very first theatrical sequel, correct? Mm, I think so. Oh, theatrical. Yeah, because yeah. everything else. Oh, like everything done, always goes straight to. <laughs> yeah, that, everything was direct to video. That or it's all uh, um, goes to animated series, like what they did with Tangled yeah, and with Big Hero yes. Six. Yeah, I think so, this was. So, having said that, uh, overall, I thought the movie was okay. However, what Disney should have done. Now, I understand they wanted to test the waters a little bit to try to see what they could do with a theat- their very first um, theatrical sequel from their studio. Not right. talking about Pixar, D- Disney Animation Studio. So I understand, I understand they're trying to test the waters, see how much of a success it'll be. And because, yeah, the internet is the biggest thing, you know, in our culture right now. Um they, in my personal opinion, what they should have done was turn Wreck-It Ralph into an animated TV series, like what they did with Tangled and Big Hero 6. That way, we could see more of how the characters are have done, you know, like, like um, focus more on, like, uh, Felix and Calhoun's marriage, how that's going, and, and just more adventures with Ralph and Penelope. Yeah, we could get some character development in a TV series, we get to see more of that. In this movie, I think they put a little less effort in the Wreck-It Ralph 
universe or their you know their their own realm in the arcade and just did a lot more with the internet um i loved the new characters like yes and uh shank they were the best i wish that we got more of them what disney should have done was they should have just made it all original like have yes in the movie and uh shank and have like different protagonists exploring the internet not just ralph and vanellope because i saw the characters they were so distracting i wanted to see the original characters i felt like the wreck and ralph characters just like kind of just like took me my attention away like uh, they were they were just very distracting so i think they could have done a lot better with just sticking with originality all of it and the internet part of it was great. And the Disney princesses, I enjoyed so much. Agreed. Like, I just sing all of every, all the nostalgia feels and all the d- other characters like Nick Wilde and Stan Lee making a cameo and just, mm-hmm. and, and all the other characters. Um, but they should have stuck with a TV series instead of a theatrical sequel. I think that just went a little too far. See, I think my my only contention to the the television series is I have yet to see them do one that held my attention the way the film does. Mm-hmm. So it's like with Tangled, I love Tangled the film, but the, for the series, like I tuned out after like the second episode, it just didn't hold my attention. Really? Yeah, Big oh, Hero, you, Big Hero you, Six was the same way, and I really looked forward to that series because I loved the film. I mean, I I was you know I wasn't a huge fan of the comic book because Silver you know Silver Samurai kind of sucks, um, but the the animated series I was super excited for, but kind of same thing. It's like once I watched it, the idea of returning to that world and having it be episodic like that, for me at least, and obviously this is just one opinion, it never captivates my attention the same way that a full-length feature does because I think so much more time and effort goes into really trying to hold your attention for uh, this was 112 minutes, you know what I mean? To try to keep that. Whereas if it's just that little 22 minutes and change, you know, I, I feel like it, it's too um, almost clickbait in the way that it's done. Like it, just enough to get you mm-hmm. by to get to the next episode. Whereas this movie has to make you sit still. Mm-hmm. And for us, you know, being parents of a three going on four year old, to some degree, we do judge movies based on how well it holds our kids' attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, 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 like, we loved Moana, absolutely loved it, but Remy was barely two mm-hmm. and sat in the theater for the entirety of it, like completely wrapped, full at attention the entire time. And we ended up taking a second time, same thing, sat at attention the entire time. So, you know, when you see a movie like that, when you know that it can, you know, uh, connect to adults, but then still also entice a child, I think that that is a good barometer, at least in this family, as to whether or not that movie could be deemed a success. Um, but I do get what you're saying with this one. It was such a immense world, like the game Central Station, that it may have been fun to see Ralph and Vanellope bounce around and screw up other people's games. But I felt, feel like there would have been a sense of redundancy. And I liked that this movie brought something new to the table. And although the internet at certain times, it was a little bit, um, ha ha, look, it's Google. Ha ha, look, it's Amazon. So it did get a little bit... Um, but that was the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that ultimately was yeah, the, the the reason for it. But I I felt they did a good job of making it still about Ralph and Vanellope. Just instead of taking place in Game Central Station, it just happened to take place in the internet. But the you're right. The princesses yeah. were top notch. I mean, their sequences were phenomenal. Um, now, I, I mean, I can see what they were trying to do 
with the Wreck-It Ralph characters because they created, you know, their own world in the arcade world and really did a really good job that they wanted to branch out a little more. See, what would happen if they visited the internet? Now, that would be really cool. So I think they, like, took that idea and just went with it. Um, And also, I was going to bring something up, up, up too. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, (laughs) just because I'm a huge Tangled, the series fanatic, you have not seen it the best stuff so i <laughs> i mean i am dead serious like please like try to try to watch more of the episodes because it gets dark like really dark i like, think you have no seen idea. how many so what season did you say the, this is the second season coming up they're on the second season but the first season is the best yeah i think A i've, I've, I've seen all happens. of it i i will stick with tv shows more than liam will he is uh definitely a movie goer more than he is a, t- a tv uh-huh. show yeah. um but I have watched, I think, all of the Tangled series. What else was the most recent one that they did? I don't. I haven't watched any of the Big Hero Six though, and that one was also. I haven't like watched much of Big Hero Six. Either. Yeah, it was a huge movie for us, so I thought I was going to be more invested. So that one, I got to go give a shot again. But no, I definitely enjoyed the Tangled show, and I'm glad that they didn't go with a sequel for Tangled. But something yes. about. When I leave a, a movie theater, um, when I go back to the first Wreck-It Ralph, there's usually, it's the, would I see a sequel of this? That's what uh, Liam and I always ask each other. Like, would you watch another one of these movies when it's the original? And Wreck-It Ralph was the one that I was like, yep, this one. Do a sequel. I need to see another movie for this one. So I'm glad that they went the movie route for that. Um, go Thinking of Zootopia. I absolutely adore Zootopia and Moana, but do I want sequels of them? No. I don't. I think those ones, like, go ahead, do TV series, do spin-off, you know, episodes or spin-off uh, shorts, whatever they like to do in front of other people's, you know, uh, movies. That's fine. <laughs> it's their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't need more of those movies. There's something about Wreck-It Ralph that I was like, nope, I need another one of these movies. But interestingly yeah. enough, you did say that you didn't want a trilogy. You didn't want I a don't. third one. I do not want a third one. See, I am <laughs> very... Like promising that they are probably going to make this a series yeah. after this one because show. they will make it a TV show they because ha- they will they go really into should. they'll go into Calhoun and Felix and and raising those kids the that's going to be a story in itself right um, what else there's so many you know stories that they, they can touch on Yes and Shank a little bit more uh, Vanellope in her you know Shank what is it what's the game called Slaughter Race oh Slaughter Race they could do Zangief's uh, starts like a body waxing parlor. <laughs> That's a yeah, personal see, they, choice. I mean, they could have had a lot more time and effort making it into a TV series and just like explore more of the characters because I do love all of the characters from the Wreck-It Ralph universe that I wanted to learn more about them. Like with with Fix and Felix and uh, and Calhoun, I wanted to see more of them and. I I saw Calhoun's character and like her character just changed so much. Like mm-hmm. I miss her feistiness. Yeah. Well, think about like what they can do from here on out. Where if they do go on to a series and they touch on uh, more of Fix It Felix and Calhoun and them reminiscing of oh remember that time before the fifteen children and then we cut back <laughs> to like you know just them honeymooning for six years you know and Calhoun. I don't know. Going on missions and killing Pun- cybugs. Yeah, and, and punching Felix up some more because why not? That was a great part of the movie. But, Absolutely. But I think that's the big difference too is like what we, what I was saying before how they balanced those characters really well in the first film. This one was very much only about 
Ralph and Vanellope. Yes. You know, Shank sprinkled and, in there and yes, sprinkled in there. But th- we didn't have, like, I think, Ashley, you were talking about this. We didn't have new characters that resonated the same way it did in the first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do, um, I do like the message that they used in this film because it it really touched my heart as well. Because I too have had you know friends in the past, like I've made online, but I've had to part ways with them, even though I really didn't want to. But they wanted to move on, and I just had to learn to let it go and just just let them live their own life. And it really touched me so hard that I just I cried. Like when Vanellope and Ralph were saying they're, you know, just waving goodbye, like as she was just going up the stairs, it just hit me like that. <laughs> oh, that was like, so it hit sweet. Me close to home. I was like, oh my gosh. And then they do, you know, things that are real to us where they're video chatting about, hey, I'm not going to get to see you for two months, but what have you been up to? And then, you know, they're touching back on all these things. And so many of us can relate to that, whether it be with friendships like you just touched on, or even when you want to really make it more personal um, to your specific, like us, it would be family because it would be, a, oh my gosh, Remy's going to do that one day and he's going to grow up and he's going to leave us. And we're going to have to rely on phone calls and, you know, him feeling us in on what's going on but this works for everybody whether it's your friendships or it's you know the parenting side i think that's what's great is that when you can connect that's when they've done right with a movie is if, if that yeah, message can hit you yeah. so and i think that's that's what was great about ralph breaks the internet josh do you have anything okay. i'm gonna say wake to, up josh i know you this? fell asleep for all that no i've been here the whole time <laughs> I'm, i i have zero to contribute to this because i didn't enjoy any of this that's so such i've a just been listening bummer. to you guys talk that's such a bummer like i honestly i really what thought that you, this one well, was going to be well, what did you want them alley. to do josh like if since you knew it was happening there was no way of getting away from a sequel of I, I, Wreck-It I, Ralph, I did, what would you prefer ne- i didn't think it needed mm-hmm. a sequel mm-hmm. um if, if it were me personally yeah i wish we would have done a little bit more like with what ashley said i wish we would have done more with the newer characters like i loved shank shank was super awesome like and her and her little uh, her little gang that she had, they all had little personalities that I was really starting to dig. For the thirteen seconds that you actually get to see them, they're really really cool. I know, and I then l- after that, they're just gone. I like so, Butcher like, if Boy. If we would have had more stuff Butcher with Boy. them, it would have been so good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, I don't know. It to me, it was just a mess. It felt like they were trying to throw so much stuff into it that they couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with it. So they were just like, you know what? Just throw more. Just throw more, throw more, throw more. And that's what they did. And they just kept pound, like piling it full of crap. And that's that's what happened, unfortunately. We're just like pounding, pounding, pounding. And then you get stuck with this movie and you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're done. And what I was kind of going with like previously – Kind of to derail again with the character <laughs> development. I I kind of I know I misspoke. Basically, what I want when I meant there's very little of it. I meant in the movie generally. Like we don't like there's it's briefly mentioned and then nothing until like the last like fifth of the movie, and that's when you get it all when everything starts breaking down between the two characters and that's when you kind of start seeing everything build up but after that it's just you know you know ralph's being kind of protective you can see that he doesn't you know doesn't like her hanging out with her because he's caring but yeah like i 
Yeah, so I, I personally, I'm just going to let you guys talk because I have nothing good to say about this film. <laughs> and like Thumper said, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. So I got to do it. Can't say something nice. Don't say nothing don't at say all. Don't say nothing <laughs> at all. Well, he also says uh, leafy greens are good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and great big feet. They sure are awful, awful to eat. I made that last part up myself. <laughs> no, the um, no, I, but I, I, there's the part of me that kind of sees where you're going with that, Josh. Because I remember going into this film, and we can kind of talk about like. Um, our expectations, right? Because I remember them talking ad nauseum about um, entering the, the the land of online gaming and really trying to go into that realm. So I thought that there was going to be a little bit more of them like game hopping. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, oh, we only go and visit Slaughter Race and now we're in the dark web and then we're back just on the regular old internet and Ralph is becoming a YouTube star. Or sorry, a BuzzTube star. <laughs> you know, and there, there was a little bit where it's... Uh, maybe I was expecting them to kind of game hop a little bit and that the the danger yeah. of that would be okay. because they're not coded to those games that it is they are very much in peril they are in danger as they go from game to game to game and maybe it is where Vanellope's well, trying to Well they did that to... in the first movie though. Well but, but I mean really when they game hop though you, they go you you go to um Sugar Rush and you go to the Call uh, not Call of Duty Heroes, uh, Heroes, Heroes, Heroes Duty so like those are really the games that they go to and that's it. But I, I thought we were going to see them go f- from like a bunch of different online games and that, that would have resonated more with the crowds today because online gaming is such a, I mean, it has been for a while, but there is such a, um, prevalence to that because there are games, i.e. battle, Star Wars Battlefront that are literally created solely for online gaming. There's almost no storyline because they know vast majority of the people that are playing this game are just going online to talk trash with one of another. <laughs> well, I think that would have been predictable though we expected them to go and jump from game to game right it they weren't with all of the trailers i was worried that they were giving away too much constantly with every new trailer or or a little sneak peek i was like gosh stop stop giving us all these you know (laughs) these jokes i want to hear them in the movie i want them to be fresh and funny and luckily they left a lot you know to be desired without giving away too much in the trailers because when i watched this film i didn't expect it to be hinging on the fact that ralph is obsessed with his friendship with Vanellope. Yeah. I don't know why. I didn't see it going that way. So kudos to Disney for not giving away too much, even though I thought they were. Right. Well, with Disney's, with Disney trailers these days, they don't, you, you tend to, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really believe in what the trailers show you because most of what they show are not in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the same, <laughs> Which but, they touched on. And that's the so same like, with Marvel. Trailer, just, just don't believe any of it. Yeah. Well, Mar- Mar- I mean, Infinity War did that. It's the same with, like, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, it's the Tons same with, with most, with Marvel, usually any Disney property. They're really good about, and even Star Wars, they're really good about giving things, um, I guess not giving things away. And even like when you think about Star Wars and how we constantly try to piece together like, oh, this is happening with this person. And it's completely wrong. Like yeah. nobody is ever right when it comes to guessing what's going on in these trailers. So that's one thing I love about the Disney properties is that they have trailers right. Even though we may think they're giving away too much, they're really not giving us anything at all. Because yeah. when you watch the movie, finally, you're like, oh. It does feel like a breath of fresh air. Well, and the stinger for this one was fantastic, right? Where they completely yes. touch on the fact Baby that... Baby Mo. Baby Mo. And what was really cool is that was Nicole Scherzinger. The, oh, one, the, the girl that does play her mom her in mom. Moana. She uh, voiced... Yeah, she voiced the mom. mom. Yeah, Mo's mom. Did you guys stick through the whole thing? 
and watched. Yes. Okay, and even to the very what? very end. Josh, you sat through the whole credits. No, I left. Oh, like, oh my god! The gosh. moment that the, the, it left, I was like, I'm done, and I left. Okay. Well, they get obviously they do their fun little Disney Marvel. We're giving you extra content content at the in between the credits. They did the baby Mo, which the little girl who they're saying milkshake looks like pancakes. baby Moana, and the milkshake pancake thing. It's her. Yeah, because jo- what happened? Yeah, because she was like, "Hey, they showed this thing in the trailer, and we didn't get to see it." I was like, "Oh my god, they're Be- gonna do it!" Because they had just—I had just finished saying that because they showed a picture of the app for Pancake Milkshake, milkshake yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Oh, they didn't put that in the movie." And then two minutes later, what do you know? It's them joking about how they didn't put it in the movie, and luckily they did. That was Remy's favorite part because he would scream his head off every time the little girl would scream. So he enjoyed that. We enjoyed it. And then if you go to the very, very end of the credits, you you stayed for that, Ashley, right? Yes. Okay. We got (laughs) (laughs) Rickrolled. Literally, they Frozen 2, what? Yeah, yeah. Frozen 2 sequel. And then it was like, it was like funky writing. It wasn't even frozen writing and, or font. And then we go to Ralph, no joke, singing, never gonna give you up. See, it what, was awesome. What, um, what was kind of a bummer though is because when I go through the credits, I like, I will look, um, especially for the music and whatnot. And I saw that it said, never gonna give you up, Rick Astley. So I was like, oh, we're gonna get Rick yeah. rolled. So as soon as it said Frozen 2, I was like, we're getting Rick rolled right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clever. He's very that clever. Seems so old. Rick rolled. Well, but it's an internet thing, right? It's an internet I thing. Mean, yeah, it's an internet thing, but I mean, it also seems old. And I'm not 100% sure the people at Disney understand how like the internet works. <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably not. Like, I, mean, I was just cause... watching this movie. I'm like, that's that's not what any of this is. They people That's people not how any of this works. People don't do that anymore. It's, oh, well, whatever, you know. They definitely had like some old internet memes in this movie. I mean, they were old. I guess it was like trying to revisit a lot. Well, of them. I'm I'm sure when when the when they were like pitching this movie, and they were like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do this. All of those were current, and now they're all gone. <laughs> well, the but what was it? Oh, what's the spamly? Is that mm-hmm. the guy, the um, freaking mm-hmm. Bill Hader's character? Bill Hader. um, he Best he part. he even says when they go to the dark net and the uh, the freaking dude with the little brother on his neck is like, neck uh, how face. do I know you? And he's and he's like, oh, we met on Friendster. I mean, it was a while ago. <laughs> I loved that. It was such a good little a little tag right there. Because anybody that's old enough to remember like pre MySpace and Facebook, there was a. Uh, friend meetups place called friendster which was, you could add friends <laughs> yeah. and whatnot and i mean i'm dating myself here but yeah it was super fun so was, i i like that little tag that was cute did they have that character what reminded me of jabba the hut oh 100 oh, totally. for sure so gross uh, did they have was that like a uh i couldn't i couldn't see but it was like half of like the ass jeeves logo like buried in there because it looks like it said like eves on it Oh, probably then, I because th- there I was, was also... I was like, oh, freaking Ask Jeeves. That got me, and I was like, oh, I remember asking him stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what Did else? you guys happen to catch, um, like, when those uh, ad people, the ad pop-ups, uh, <laughs> people came up to uh, Ralph and Vanellope? There was, at one point, there was one ad, and it featured Aunt Cass from Big Hero 6. Was oh, it? I didn't see that one, no. 
It was like, I don't know, I guess it was, they were like subtly trying to be like, like hot, visit like hotbabes.com or something and oh. it showed Aunt Cass's face. Or like, oh, it was probably the friend, because it's like old, hot, single females or something wanted me or wanted yeah, to hang out with you. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it probably was because I think that they also had a nod to her cat Mochi at one point since everything was all about cats. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. one of the cats was Mochi doing something stupid uh, in oh, one of the videos in in BuzzTube. I was like, that's awesome because that's what's, what's fun about this movie is that they were able to put nods into all of their own properties like they do already, but it, it made mm-hmm. sense in this movie. You know, we go to Oh My Disney and holy crap, there was a plethora of of nods to it. We have a Stan Lee cameo, which brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was necessary and much needed. Yeah. as of late. Um, what else? Iron Man was great to see. Three PO being the princess's butler. Oh awesome. man, three PO being three PO. Eeyore being sad and dumpy, <laughs> like usual. Who oh. else? Dumbo flying around. Who else? Oh, and the old, the old animated characters, they had the bear, the bear and the, um, the rainforest, the rainforest, the freaking, oh gosh, what was those well, cartoons they, they called? Well, they had grumpy, Super obviously. old cartoons. Yeah, and I, I, I know what you're talking about, Bernie, like, they, they had the bear and it was like, oh, the original, 2D, like it was still oh, like, 2D. Yeah, 2D animation. animation too. I, was like, okay. I love yeah. that. That was awesome. If only they would have played more into that, but. I mean, at least we got new versions of the princesses. And uh, okay, so let's tie into. I think we all enjoyed the princess scene. So when we go to the end of the film, how awesome was it that they kind of got redemption to where they're saving a big man? You know, at the end of the movie. When they came back, I was like, it's good. I'm glad they came back. I like that. We had our first guy on guy kiss. Did we? Yeah, Naveen and Ralph. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, piece of rock. It's, totally. It's an, an interspecies kiss. So. We eat, Disney. which some people are not okay with, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. No, um, that I, I don't know. I thought the princess scene at the end there was pretty awesome. So way for them to bring it back full circle of, and just, were you saved by a big, you know, strong man? Yeah, what is with that? I wish and then they go to. Part of me wishes oh. they would have changed that up a bit since we got that in the trailer so much. I wish they would have changed it up just a tad, maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe they would have, you know, given us a little bit of a different intro. Just because, I mean, I had already seen that, so I knew all of the hits that they were going to do with it, which is fine because mm-hmm, it, it's mm-hmm. it's still great. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I mean, you've changed enough from some of the other trailer, like this the stuff that was in the trailers that isn't anywhere near this movie. But, mm-hmm. you know. Like, well, yeah, they did. They changed up uh, Merida. Yeah, they completely so the, changed yeah, Merida. The, the dialogue she had in the trailer, they changed it. Like, I could understand her oh, in the God, trailer. No. And this one I caught yeah. like seven words, and I was like, I right, yeah. <laughs> and then she didn't say anything. That was the that was her entire line. Like that was it. She didn't say anything yeah, else. Yeah, that was pretty sad. No, uh, same thing with <laughs> Ming Na Wen. Like Ming Na Wen has like like one one bit of line, and that's it in the entire thing. Well, Moana had like half a sentence. So right, <laughs> you're welcome. Like, gosh, Ariel, yeah. you're welcome. Shut up. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but I was okay. I with will that. say, I will but say, that is Ariel their cash looked cow. like the quintessential like fifteen year old girl. <laughs> like, like the, what is she? Is she 15 or 16? 16. She's 16? 16. I'm 16 years old, Dad. I can make my own decisions. Uh, whatever. Um, so she's like you can, super but you 16, like right. watching. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, they nailed you. 
She's all bright-eyed <laughs> and bushy-tailed the entire time. Well, and it was interesting because the obviously with like the controversy and whatnot that we had run into with Tiana being lighter skinned and having a thinner, more they European darkened, nose. They darkened her up. They, yep, they darkened her up, made her look more like she did in the animated, mm-hmm. and they actually made changes to Pocahontas yeah. as oh, yeah. well. So it was interesting that with those two, um, not that they featured, but they did have a little bit more um, involvement when it was the the princess scenes. I was actually surprised they did as much with like Cinderella. Oh you know what God, I mean? I, I kind of figured they would. Well, they, I figured they would lean into the princesses that they still have the act, the voice actresses now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I was expecting more from Moana, from Tiana, from uh, Ariel because Jodie Benson, obviously, um, even Paige O'Hara for Belle, which I don't think they used her that much. So and it was kind of interesting. Anna, obviously, Kristen Bell, they used her quite a bit. And Zena Menzel, I think, only had like two or three lines. Yeah, she didn't talk so. that much. I, I will say I loved Pocahontas doing her little uh, Colors of the Wind thing. Yeah. At oh, the end, I was too. like, I love it. And then you hear the music cue, too. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got you guys. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I thought I thought all in all with the princesses, the well, princess they, scenes were both really. They pulled music from every movie, every single from one of them, every yeah. princess movie. That was oh, you brilliant. See, you could see that in the credits where it was like Alan Menken, Alan Menken, uh-huh. Tim Rice, did, Alan did, did, and then Alan Menken writing. Did, a yeah. song. did they pull music from Brave when she shot the arrow? Because I, uh, I oh, mean, I'm sure they did. I, I'm, I would only ask because I couldn't tell you a single thing about that movie <laughs> other than there was a bear and a tart, and that was it. The only thing I That's know right. about that movie is, is a bear and a tart, and her brothers are bears. Not to be confused with brother bear. It's all weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Um, well, let's talk about the song. So, obviously, her being a princess, that part of her um, uh, requisite, if you will, was to be able to look into, deeply into important water and, and sing a song about what she truly wants. Um, Ashley, what did you think of the... Uh, the song. That was that was honestly, I would probably have to say that was my favorite scene. <laughs> um, it was. I think that was the movie that got a laugh out of me. <laughs> um, that was uh, that was the one scene. Um, but yeah, um, and I liked how Gal Gadot uh, got like was a part of it too. And uh, yeah, it was it was a really good musical number. Right. Well, because technically Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman, so she is princess diana so <laughs> she can she could be a princess as well and sing josh Absolutely. josh although you hated the entirety of the movie you can you can own up that this is probably your favorite song of all time right um it's my favorite <laughs> song of this movie <laughs> um i nice. like i'm gonna go with go with that i mean this may be where i i laughed like when she's looking at the puddle and nothing's happening and then you you see the change i kind of got a little chuckle and that may be the entire chuckle that was in my entire auditorium. Like <laughs> you were like, the one person. I, well, no, I mean that may have been the entire laugh in my entire theater. Like, oh I, wow, I, so nobody laughed no, anywhere else. Like, exactly. I don't know if there were supposed. And I was kind of talking with Ashley a little bit earlier. I don't know if there were supposed to be jokes in this movie, but they all fell flat for my audience. It must just be an Oklahoma it thing. Must it's got to be like a Midwest, like <laughs> no it? sense of humor. I mean, are you guys happy there? Well, that's why you're a flyover <laughs> state. Water. People are just avoiding you at this point. So, no, that's interesting because we we had a pretty decently full theater and uh, they were pretty responsive. Oh I mean, yeah, it was um, a lot of kids. The kid that was right in front of Brittany had an afro and kept standing. <laughs> 
constantly, which oh was God. really fun. Maybe that was um, it. We so, didn't have a lot of kids. Like there was like one little kid who kind of cried a little bit, but other than that, it wasn't really kids. It oh, was, you were the little kid that cried a little bit. Okay, so but everybody else was an <laughs> adult, and then he was there. just crying. Josh, um, Bima, what did you think of the song? Of the slaughter race song yeah. of Vanellope's moment her of her moment? Yeah. her spilling a puddle or finding a puddle in the ground <laughs> and like, come on, it's got to be important water, you know, for her to come to. And then, oh, I thought that was brilliant. I, every time that they touched on a princess aspect of what a Disney movie is, they cut jokes at themselves so much in this movie. I, as a Disney lover, enjoyed it. I would hope that other people not loving Disney as much as I do would appreciate that as well. But if not, okay, cool. They were given back to us. I'm good with that. I give them lots of my money. So the fact that they were nodding towards everything that is so ridiculous, but yet we love in a princess movie, they did that with Vanellope. Vanellope was kind of that okay, I guess I, I should have a song. And then her song was so Vanellope. Right. It was, you wouldn't expect it to be any other way. There was, what, flying pigeons? So basically <laughs> rat birds going around her, you know, not cute little ones that are making clothes. So, oh, I don't know. I thought it was so great. Yeah. The dollar store. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's everything about it, all the just jokes in it. It was it was perfect. It was perfect for a Princess Vanellope song. I liked it in theory. I didn't enjoy the execution because Sarah Silverman is not a singer. No, I... Even no, a little bit. See, and and the, that was painful no, to listen and to. And you, as, as, as a, a vocalist, oh, yeah. I, th- me and him get into so many arguments uh-huh. about music because of this. I don't care that you have gone through college and have learned the proper terms for oh, yeah. music yeah it is okay to have a crappy voice oh okay? no no, no. And, it's, and it's great to have one i just don't want to listen to you sing a song on screen but, yeah well and then it goes to you know miss piggy and her singing and how awful she is but oh, i don't yeah. care she's miss piggy she right, has an awful right. voice she's gonna have an awful singing voice it's okay no 100 percent. not no, everybody it, is adele no and that was where it was tough because like the the subject matter was super funny like the like the the idea of what was going on was super funny like the fact that like you said she was singing because she had looked in the puddle and finally had her moment of clarity what have you um but just Sarah Silverman's voice in general like her normal speaking voice is pretty grating but to have her try to set it to music was painful I love that I absolutely but it it almost but it had to be because if she suddenly came out with like this amazing voice it would have it wouldn't have matched it wouldn't have fit the character we'll see, and so you still needed it to be that and way and that's where I resonate is to me yeah. I hate my freaking voice so anytime <laughs> you know I hear somebody like Sarah Silverman Vanellope makes is, you feel better is, about it no 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 she I, I resonate with her like right. she, I feel like Vanellope's voice is my obnoxious voice it, that's just how I feel so I appreciate it so for you hating it we're gonna have some <laughs> words later okay Liam fair enough fair enough <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I I I liked it, but like I said, her voice has left some things to be desired. Mm. But I I liked voice, that they threw it in there. Her voice didn't really annoy me so much in the first movie, but then after hearing it a lot in this one, I was <laughs> like, um, okay. That's, That's okay. my favorite thing. Voices, little kid voices are my freaking favorite. Like when we think about uh, Bob's Burgers, what is uh, Luis and Jean her in, in and as Tina. Mabel? She, oh my God. I love favorite voice actress. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah. love their voices. They're so, um, who else is a good one? 
uh, Lilo, I think she has a great a voice, but she was a little kid, so that yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But like adults who can go on and do these silly kid voices, they're my favorite. No. Well, I mean, all three of the kids from Bob, Bob's Burgers are hilarious, and the fact that it's a guy that does Tina is even you know mm-hmm. more funny. Um, but mm-hmm. I I did like that. Um, both uh, Richmore and Phil Johnson, the directors, uh, both also voice characters um, uh, in the film as well. Obviously, Phil Johnson was Surge Protector, um, which he reprised from the uh, first one. For, yeah, from the first movie. And then let me see if I can find who Richmore was. Oh, I just thought. I think he was one well, of the stormtroopers. Well, you do that. Um, I'm going to walk something back. There was another time I laughed in this film. Um, ah. so many that I can count on uh, two fingers. Um, when they're talking and like well, she's with the princesses, and uh, they're like, "Your dad, your mom," and she's like, "I don't have a mom." And all the princesses are like, "Neither do we." And it was like all but like <laughs> four of them. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's Disney for you." I, I laughed a little bit and I was like, <laughs> "They're all dead." More um, jokes, more so jokes at themselves. Rich, Rich Moore and Phil Johnson were both auction bidders, um, but uh. yeah, but uh, um, but yeah, it looks like actually what you were thinking B is the uh, FN three one eight one was Michael Giacchino, who oh. he was in the film as well. He was in, very cool. Yeah, yep. So uh, and then obviously we also had. Um, Tim Allen and Anthony Daniels and Vin Diesel all coming back as Buzz 3PO and Baby Groot. So, and Brad Garrett. I liked how, is, I liked how C3PO like it's like princesses. It's like we are, you are needed in like 13 minutes. And, and they're all groaning. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> they they are not the ones that like to do the meet and greets. So what can we say? But okay, so so um, Josh, obviously this one ranks pretty low uh, for you. But how about for you, Ashley? Where would this one rank? Um, we usually rate it out of five. Um, so, right. so where would you where where would your rating for this one be? For this one, I would give it two Norwell blasts. Two Norwell blasts. There you go. So that's bad then. To to us, two is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was okay, but not overall. Probably not one that you would go and see again. Nah. No. I'm waiting on Spider Verse. Oh, there you go. Uh, Josh, how about you? Uh, this is going to give a big old one, Divines. A big old one? There you go. My favorite thing is that your audio cut out when you said that, so I just assumed <laughs> no, it, was it was a zero. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it was a five. He loved it. like, it. they bleeped it now out for gl- me. Now he's the glitch. Yeah, right? <laughs> glitch. Uh, Beam, how about you? Because I like to give halvesies on these movies, I'm going to give it a 4.5 because I wouldn't quite give it a 5 because Wreck-It Ralph is a 5. Right. But uh, this one wasn't as great as the first one. I did enjoy it, but I'll give it a 4.5 because I loved it. Uh, I'll go with a 4. Mm-hmm. Solid 4 on this one. Um, I really liked it. I think the, uh, the the little nods to it and the message overall uh, were real powerful, but I think that some of the in-between stuff was a little forgettable at times. Um, maybe that's just because we've only seen it once, whereas the first Wreck-It Ralph we've seen infinity times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously that one we can kind of quote front to back. Uh, and also like as much fun as it is to have Alan Tudyk return, but this time voice knows more. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. King Candy is probably one of his greatest voices of oh, all time. King Candy so. is great. Absolutely. That was such a good villain. <laughs> have some candy. Mm-hmm. Good so. I honestly hope, I ho- kind of hoped he would come back in this one i mean it could have it could have it could have been great if he like just suddenly like just came out of nowhere but 
Well, Brittany and I were hey. talking about this. It's interesting that like there's only one Sonic, right? And there's only one Wreck It Ralph. But like there's multiple arcade games, so it's not like they bounce from one arcade game to the next arcade game. And if they go to the internet, like they wouldn't ever bump into like another Turbo or another King mm-hmm. Candy or something. I thought that would have been kind of fun if they bump into him, but he has no idea of what the awesome. other one did. So like he's just a normal Turbo and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what are you getting so crazy about?" Like mm-hmm. he has cuz it, it would have been uh, alternate universe Universes. See, so. but but then we go into that X Men thing where that confuses the crap out of yeah, people. So true. goodness gracious, <laughs> I would hate to see people comment about that. Try to get a four year old to understand the multiverse. <laughs> Wait a minute, we'll he's a bad guy, <laughs> right? Perfect. Um, cool. So, Josh, you're the uh, the leader of this club. So, what? Uh, That's made for what you. What else you got me. to to go into this one? What else you want to add to it? Cool. So, uh, big old one. Big old, big old one for Josh. Big old one. Big old one dipper. Uh, I was going to say um, I'd give it a zero, but uh, Shankin and everybody. But I'm yeah, screwed. Uh, so what? What was it that you asked to get? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say. Um, so we've got our ratings. Um, I guess this would average out about a two point five <laughs> with. Uh, with Josh's yeah. one on there, um, I don't know. So, yeah. so with uh, with this one, would you either of you guys be excited if they did a trilogy or if this went to a television series uh, to continue the stories? Um, all I know is I would rather watch Cars two. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Ugh. that's saying a lot. <laughs> Death by Cars two. Oh, that's a way to go. Yeah, I would rather. I would rather lose it there. Is it because they went to Tokyo? One, they were in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. I freaking knew it. That's about. That was the only good, the redeeming quality of Cars Two. Mm. So you would be like Cars Two instead of seeing the Disney princesses again. Well, here's the thing, though. This isn't <laughs> going to be my last time to see the Disney princesses. And if I want to see the Disney princesses, I'll just watch the the trailer. <laughs> Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, but you don't get to see the super battle scene where they all use their superpowers in concert. That was pretty. BA. That was awesome. That'll be on YouTube. Friggin' like two weeks. Moana doing the fountain with Ariel slashing through the top, <laughs> and then Elsa making it an ice slide all the way down. Yeah. Oh, and and Gus and Gus mm, and Jack. So oh, cute. Yeah, on the arrows. Yeah, arrow. Adorable. Yes. Oh my god, I flipped <laughs> out. His little laugh, his little oh, <laughs> so good. Oh man, no that that was. You that sounded was more Krusty the Clown. Krusty the Clown, <laughs> gross. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, for me, um, I would actually go see this again. Totally. Yeah, I, I think I would actually go see, uh, just to see the anything that I missed because I was I was trying to see background stuff to try to catch uh, as much as possible, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm sure there's things that a keener eye will have caught than I would have. So um, I'm fine with them um, doing a TV series of this. I think I'd probably be more inclined to watch a TV series versus another movie, mm-hmm. which is contrary yeah. to what I said previously. Mm-hmm. I just think that cinematically they've touched on everything they need they to done. with these characters. Yeah. Uh, what Ashley was saying earlier, I like the idea of just hanging out in game central station and maybe each episode they jump to another game and screw something up, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I have a question. So, Vanellope is now in Slaughterhouse Race. Five or whatever it's called. Um, 
So she's gone. Mm-hmm. But she was like the middle character in Sugar Rush. Mm-hmm. So is that just like blank now? And is nobody going to question the fact that, oh, this character is now just gone? <laughs> well, no, because remember, they're, um, it's always rotating. So they do that race at night to pick like the, Who goes tw- in. the yeah. 12 racers or whatever it is. So they would just be like, oh, she's not one of the 12 racers we can select anymore. Mm-hmm. Just like she wasn't one of the racers prior to six years ago when she first yeah, popped up on the scene. because she was never able – they were never able to pick her because King Candy took her, her code out. Yeah. So – yeah. So, oh, was that part of the first movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He had removed oh, her. Okay. He had locked her code and everybody's memories of her. Yes. So that's why she couldn't race. And nobody knew she was the sovereign ruler of Sugar Rush, even though her picture was on the uh, side of the freaking yeah. arcade game. Yeah. So yeah. So it was just oh, she would just. It's been six years. Yeah. So yeah, she would just. They would be like, oh well, the, she was a character for six years, and then there was an update, and now she's not and one of the characters not. we can select. So mm-hmm. it just would have changed over time. So well, I mean, you can't really have an up. I mean, those don't really update. Well, it would just be it's not available anymore. It would be a glitch. She was literally a glitch. So her yeah. her glitch glitched out of the game. Yeah. It works. You know, I, I guess. I can't wait for Cinema Sins to review this movie once it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> so just to pinpoint everything. Oh boy. Well, uh, this is a fun episode. I'm glad we got to do it. Um, thanks for coming on, guys. It was super fun. Of course. Thank you. That's what we're here for. Well, and we're always surprised that you're still our friend after we do an episode <laughs> with you, Josh. I know. <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, hmm, bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe I should Highly let them bizarre. go soon. <laughs> well, it's like, well, I'm going to have two people that I know probably loved this movie come on to my show where I hated this movie, and we're going to talk about it. We know we're just in your catalog for Disney goers. When right. you need some positivity, you, you count on us. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and you no, can always, you can just, always find me, when, too, to talk about Disney. Yay! Well, awesome. it's, it's be, it, it was one of those, you know, Ashley had kind of said, you know, like, oh, well, this, you know, we had, we had texted just a wee bit before. So it was like, <laughs> hmm, well, I feel that both of us are going to give it low. So let's bring in, like, an optimist like infusion and and that's where hilt radio comes in mm-hmm. that's what Our we good do friends from uh sunny despin are you guys there no we don't live on despin anymore we're just in sunny california you, you moved you moved okay mm-hmm. i will say i did watch spider-man homecoming today spider Ooh, peter spitterman well you did buy it so i would hope you watched for the, it for the first for well it was one of those since you can't rent it anywhere, this was my only thing. I, I could I could buy it for six dollars thanks to Black Friday, or just never watch it because I wasn't gonna spend fourteen ninety nine <laughs> on it. We'll fill you. So. See, and we have those same thoughts towards DC, so it works. <laughs> no, because oh, what was it? Oh, Josh, I completely forgot to text you about this, which I probably could have done after the show was over, anyways. But I watched um. On Netflix, was it Bad Blood? Batman Bad Blood? Where it's like him and Batwoman. Oh. And he... Oh, my God. What was it? I didn't pay a whole lot I've, of attention because it wasn't very good. I've seen I've seen that's on there. Yeah. It's one of those... It's one of those where I didn't know that was a thing. Right. And that's not a good sign. No. And you know what was tough? Because the animation is amazing i love the animation style in it like it's very gritty it's very um 
like updated. It's not, you know, the I love the Batman animated series, but like this, I I really enjoy this animation style. But man, the story just really didn't make sense and. I don't know. They Do they have a guy. It? They is it, they have a guy named is it Conroy. Um, Batman has maybe two lines, so it could have been anybody. It didn't sound like oh. Conroy to me. Um, but they have a character named Batarang. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that a yeah. character from? No, it is literally. It is literally uh, a dude. Go. A dude that yeah, there is like the talking the Robin's <laughs> yeah. Batarang thing. Um, no, but he's a dude that is basically Falcon from the Avengers, but he is a Batman. He's a new style of Batman. Oh, yeah. He's like the Batman from Batman Inc. Sure. I'll go with that one. But yes. yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, I believe he's like South Africa's Batman when Batman was going like around the world and they were like, so bad, like Batman incorporated. So it was like different Batmans from all over the place. Oh, weird. No, this one, I, this one was like Lucius Fox's son or nephew. He had some connection to Lucius Fox. Well, and that's the why original, was... the original, like when they did Batman Inc., it's DC. They've rebooted. <laughs> New 52. So. Rebirth. And Boy. then whatever they're on now. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Nice. Nice. Uh, Titans is doing well though. Is it? Loving Titans. Yeah. Um, once, once we're done, uh, cause I, yeah, once we're done, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a subscription to DC Universe. How nice of you to buy us a subscription because you should never just lend out your access codes for that would be unethical. Exactly. That's why you should always get a subscription. Speaking of getting a subscription, if you want two weeks of free anime, our good friends over at Funimation are giving you two free weeks of anime. Just click the little description that's in our uh, show notes. You can actually it'll take you there. You'll sign up after the two weeks. It's only five ninety nine, so five ninety nine for a ridiculously large library of dubbed anime, and for you weirdos out there, subbed anime as well. So if you want to read your anime. It's actually available, so you can do it. So, yeah, you can listen to it in, you know, English or in Japanese and read. Whichever floats your boat. I'm a weirdo. No. Yes, I know. See, we can watch that Fruit Baskets thing with our two-week free subscription to Funimation. Exactly. So you can watch or read... Fruits basket. How many? Uh, the, how many episodes? It's like twenty-four. Like, yeah. Okay, so it's a finite series, a la Cowboy Bebop yes. or Trigun. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Then I'm, oh man, Trigun. We just finished Trigun. Nice. Did you watch yeah. the movie uh, Badlands Rumble? I love Badlands. Rumble. Same. Anytime you bring I think ba- Nicholas D. Wolfwood back, I'm good for it. It's one of those that I think I like. Badlands Rumble more than I like the series. (laughs) Nice. Which is weird, but I think I like Badlands Rumble more than I like the series. Yeah, it is a pretty pretty dope movie. I don't know if Brittany's watched that one. She's watched all of Trigon with me, but I don't think she's watched Badlands Rumble yet. No, I don't think so. It's been a long time, so we gotta go back and watch Trigon again, because that one I remember enjoying a lot. Yeah, and Remy can watch like the first six episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Before it gets a little too dark. Because most anime does. It always does. Well, I mean, he, they do, he does kill somebody in like the first episode, so maybe not let him watch the first one. No, he doesn't kill somebody in the first one. 
Um, yeah, the the bad guy does with the big green mohawk. He sure does kill one of his men. Oh, he kills one of his own men, but Trigon, like, or not Trigon, sorry, Vash doesn't kill anybody. Vash is fine. It's okay. Remy's got to learn that there's bad guys in the world. Because what is it? For the one, well, no, I won't get into it because I would be spoiling it for anybody that hasn't seen the the series. Yes, but yes, spo- go spoil- and watch it. Spoiling, spoiling Trigon that came out almost 20 years ago. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah, 2000. If they haven't watched it by now, they're probably not going to care. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. It would have been 20 years Was ago. Was it 98? Trigon came out 97, 98. And yeah, it's been twenty years. That's insane, right? Makes me feel incredibly and welcome old. Welcome to the Feel Old Podcast. <laughs> now I need to create that podcast. Ah, uh, yeah, the Feel Old Cast. All right. Uh, so yeah, this was fun. So uh, Liam and Brittany, where can all of our wonderful people find you? In Fresno. Wait a minute. No, you have to drive us. around a bit. So give, give your address. <laughs> We it's are currently uh, one, residing at one two three Main Street, California. Um, no, you guys can follow find us at Hilt Radio is H Y L T. So at Hilt Radio on Twitter and Instagram, or you can go to HiltRadio.com for all sorts of uh, goodies, as well as an article that I had recently written on the passing of Stan Lee and what it meant to me and my family. So uh, go ahead and check that out. HiltRadio.com. Uh, Bimo, where can they find you individually? You can find me at Citizen of Disney. You can find me at Liam Bright. Ashley? Uh, you can find me at Plus Et En Vue at um, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me on uh, at AshleySailor.com and also AshleySailorVO on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, Facebook and Tumblr, Animation Station Podcast. All of our episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play and at our website animationstationpodcast.com be sure and catch our unlocked streams those are live every Wednesday at 9pm central time 7pm pacific if it's another time zone use Google to find it (laughs) good luck